But uh, this uh, next story comes to us out of uh, New- News One. Uh, uh, and what uh, News One is uh, reporting is that the National Action Network convention that the founder is uh, Reverend Al Sharpton is uh, going to be beginning April 3rd. And the Democratic uh, presidential candidates are supposed to be coming to pitch uh, Black America. So this is what I was talking about on uh, yesterday's episode. Uh, and to all of uh, you who have not saw Upper Day, Upper Day, Upper Day, Upper Day, to all of you who did not see yesterday's episode, go back and uh, check it out on uh, YouTube. And for the full episode, go to Facebook or onto our website. I want you all to uh, take a look at this uh, because what's interesting is this. When each of the presidential candidates, let's see who's uh, listed here, uh, Kamala Harris, Senator uh, Booker, Bernie Sanders, Kristen Gillibrand, Amy Klobuchar, Andrew Yang, John Delaney, Julian Castro, Beto O'Rourke, Pete Bratiga, and a couple of others, when they go to address Black America at the uh, National Action Network convention over uh, that's uh, set to begin on uh, April 3rd, when they go to address them, all we're going to hear is their stump speech. What we're going to hear from Kamala Harris is a stump with a little bit of education. And uh, her stump speech now, the uh, campaign hasn't even begun, but I'm tired of her stump speech. I've heard her stump speech now four times in the last week. In the last week, I've heard Kamala Harris's stump speech four times. And her stump speech goes a little bit like this. All right, I left a dramatic pause there on purpose. Her stump speech uh, goes a little bit uh, uh, about bringing trust back and not only bringing trust back, but bringing honor back uh, to uh, the White House. And if she's uh, president, she's uh, going to do all of this. Plus, she's uh, going to get rid of uh, Donald Trump's uh, you-know-who's tax credit. Uh, She's going to uh, repel that. And then she's going to uh, raise uh, the employment wage for education workers and give them a 15% pay increase. And she's going to pay for it by cutting, you know, who's a tax increase for the wealthy. Now, is that a good plan? We'll get into that later. But that's uh, basically the reality of what her stump speech is. Now, uh, Bernie stump speech, I, I haven't heard. Uh, uh, heard. Uh, I've listened to now uh, two of his uh, speeches that he's given over the uh, past couple of weeks. And both speeches that I've heard uh, have been different. Um, uh, what we're going to hear from Beto O'Rourke is uh, probably the same old stump speech uh, that he's been traveling around the country giving. But uh, you're going to hear them uh, put in a little bit of uh, criminal justice reform. But uh, the big uh, topic right now uh, that I'm not really even uh, worried about them addressing when it comes to uh, addressing uh, black America 
that everybody seems to want them to uh, discuss is reparation. And what I mean by they want them to uh, discuss what their policy is, is they want to know, are descendants of slaves, uh, specifically African slaves, going to get compensation? And not only are they going to get compensation, but are those who were harmed by Jim Crow laws going to get compensation as well? And uh, at uh, the uh, National Action Network convention, we're expected to hear Senator Harris, Senator Booker, and Senators Warren and uh, former Secretary Castro all talking about reparations. And I don't think that's the big issue that they should be addressing when they get to uh, this convention, because black uh, we as uh, Black America, we quite frankly know we aren't going to get our meal that we were pro- or not our meal, but we aren't going to get our forty acres that we were promised. We can hang it up. We aren't going to get our forty acres, and we're fine with that. But we do want to know what are you going to do when it comes to education's. And not just uh, any type of education policy. What are you going to do to get teachers not only uh, the pay that they need? Because Kamala, it's all right that you wrote out a, a policy for how you're going to pay teachers, but that's all right. But how are you going to get more teachers in the classroom? It's one thing to help them with the pay they need, Kamala, but how uh, there's stories uh, beginning to come about like there's a. Uh, one uh, that's uh, coming out of uh, the Midwest part of the country about, uh, or not even out the Midwest part of the country, a story that we covered yesterday here on this uh, network about a a 10-year-old boy who committed suicide because he was being bullied at recess. And he was being bullied at uh, recess because there was not enough staff. So Kamala, what are you going to do to ensure that inner city schools are properly staffed? It's one thing to say, I'm going to give them a 15% pay increase, but it's another thing to say, I'm going to give them the, uh, a pay increase, but I'm also going to make sure they have the adequate amount of staff that they need. Not only uh, do they, inner city schools, uh, will they need adequate amount of staff, but I'm also going to make sure they have the adequate amount of resources they need to get textbooks. Because uh, most inner city schools are dealing with ripped up textbooks. There's uh, inner city schools that literally have ceilings falling down on them, but they still have to go to school every day because there's no money to repair their school. The roof is literally coming in on some schools. I wish some of you could see the reports that I'm reading from around the country about how schools are decaying and falling apart, but yet students have to still go to school. Because the school districts don't have enough money for this. So uh, they're going to have to, instead of worrying about uh, focusing on uh, reparation issues, worry about putting together a plan when it comes to having a fundamental education policy for black America. Not only a fundamental education policy for black America, but what are they going to do for criminal justice reform? Because right now there's more blacks incarcerated in jail for nonviolent offenses than there are whites. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Let's get to the real uh, meat and juice of the issue of this topic of this debate. Let's keep it a hundred folks. 
what 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 is uh Bernie Sanders uh, uh criminal justice policy? I, I haven't seen one from him yet. And if uh, he does have one, uh, email me or put it in the comments. But I haven't seen a policy from Bernie Sanders. I haven't seen a policy from Warren or Castro or Booker or Harris on what their or Klobuchar or any of these other candidates on what their policy is for criminal justice reform. That's the issue affecting black America every day. We don't need we don't worry about uh, reparations and whether we're going to get our 40 acres back from the government, because apparently we haven't gotten it back in these hundreds of years. So we damn sure aren't going to get it back in 2019 or 2020 when this person is elected or in 2021 when this person takes office. So this isn't our main concern in black America. Our concern is, can we give our children the right uh, 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 good education that they need? Can we uh, put food on our table? Because uh, there's more. uh uh, zip codes uh, in the hood, in the hood, y'all, that are considered food deserts by the federal government. And what a food desert is, for those of you that don't know, what a food desert is, is a, a community or a zip code that doesn't have access to a grocery store that they can go in and do their shopping, whether that's uh, your local uh, mom and pop grocery store or whether that's uh, your uh bigger chain grocery store like Walmart or Kroger. Like in uh, the community I live in now, and if I'm going to keep it 100 with you, it's a food desert, and it's considered a food desert by the uh, United States Department of Agriculture because the nearest grocery store to where I live is 4.9 miles away, and that's Whole Foods and Walmarts and Trader Joe's and Sam's Club. But 4.9 miles away, literally, I have to get in a car to go there. And another reason we're considered a food desert uh, and the food desert is considered a food desert is because, quite frankly, these uh, areas don't have the adequate amount of uh, resources, such as transportation, to get to where they are. So now this uh, now moves into what are these candidates economic policies because now you could uh buy food and you can get a car if you had access to a job uh-oh but you haven't heard you know who talking about the job numbers because a job uh when it, uh, the job numbers as it pertains to african americans because since january job numbers for african americans uh the job loss is down there hasn't been any job gains in black America. And that's why you haven't heard you know who talking about it and bragging about it. But you know what? I can't wait till this Friday when the uh, latest jobs report for March is rolled out. Because when it's rolled out, I'm going to roast. Not just roast. I am going to go in on these candidates. They haven't heard anything from me yet until they hear what I have to say this Friday on the show when the jobs uh, when the jobs report comes out. Oh yeah, and the jobs report for uh, those of you uh, that don't know, it comes out every first Friday of the month for uh, the previous month's uh, jo jobs group. And I'm going to go in because if they want to come to black America and pitch black America, they better damn well come to black America and pitch black America on issues that we want to hear about. And not that only that we want to hear about that we need to hear about.
reparations, we, we don't, while we may want to hear about them, they, we don't need to hear about them. Reparations aren't going to do nothing for us at the end of the day. Because if we're going to keep it 100, how the hell are you going to pay for those reparations to pay back all of the citizens? I'll wait. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know. And that's the problem. You don't know. So, also, uh, two other uh, people that are going to be uh, pitching Black America and talking to uh, Black America at the uh, National Action Network convention will be Stacey Abrams and uh, uh, my girl. Uh, and the reason uh, why I call Stacey Abrams uh, my girl, because uh, she is, uh, is because I, I just love how she's been handling her business over these uh, last two weeks uh, when it comes to uh, reporters asking her, is she going to run uh, as Biden's vice presidential pick and yada, yada, yada. And she says, no, we talked. I've talked to all the uh, candidates who are uh, running for president because they wanted to talk to me. But uh, not only uh, that, she said, I'm not going to run because uh, I still have the option to uh, declare whether or not I want to run for president or whether I want to run for governor again or whether I want to run for United States senator. Go on, girl, with your bad self. You all right with me. And that's why I like you. But I also uh, like uh, uh, New York Democratic Representative. She represents uh, the Congressional uh, District of uh, the Bronx, uh, Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, I like her, too. Uh, and the, I, I like her tactics. Uh, I may not agree with her completely on her politics, but I love her tactics. She goes ham she goes hard i am a huge uh, proponent and a huge fan of aoc in black america we need to be supporting aoc because uh, she's where it is she's holding republicans and democrats accountable in aoc i don't know if all of you are up to date but aoc uh the uh d triple c who does all the uh, fundraising for uh uh, congressional uh, candidates, and not only uh, congressional candidates, but for people running for Senate and in uh, your uh, local area, they give money to those campaigns. They uh, told Alexandria Ocasio, like, hey, look, we aren't, since you're coming at us this hard, we aren't going to uh, give you any money. And not only are we not going to give you any of our funding, AOC, uh, we're going to tell everybody else not to give to you. And what my girl AOC said is, that's all right. I want my people to give directly to me. And what she did is she developed a list of uh, what she's uh, calling progressive candidates. Uh, and she's put that list out. It's a list of uh, eight or nine. I'll try and get those for you on the later show. Uh, names that she put together of eight uh, or nine congressional candidates where we, the people, should go and donate to them directly. She said, DCCC, I don't need your money. I don't. Because I can raise more money on my own and get reelected to office on my own by representing my people and being the voice for my people and doing what they sent me to Congress to do. Then I can trying to do 
what you want me to do because obviously something isn't working. But uh, yes, I, I love AOC and it's going to be interesting to see what comes about at this uh, convention that's put on every year by Reverend Al Sharpton in New York. The convention begins April 3rd and goes all the way through to April 6th. And you better bet you're behind that I will be covering this and reporting on this every step of the way. Mm -hmm.